Welcome back to another episode of Greatest Day Podcast. I am Craig Smith, your host and the creator of the platform that is helping you live every day to the fullest, hunting for the good, looking for the positive, and making the most of every moment because we never know when that moment is the last one. I'm out on a nightly walk, so this is another one of those episodes that you're going to get to hear some cars passing by in about three Two, one. There it goes. And also me breathing heavy into the microphone. So just bear with me because I got a message for you tonight. And it comes by way of Instagram. I put up a sticker box today and I asked you all, what do you need to hear this week? What do you need to hear from me this week that can help you or support you in your journey? And I'm not just putting that up for the heck of it. I'm responding. So here we go. Um, One of the responses said, setbacks and how to mentally deal with them and not associate it with failure. All right. We all experience setbacks. And if you're not experiencing setbacks, one, you're a liar. And two, You're not doing anything worthwhile in your life. You're not going for something that's meaningful. You're not pushing yourself. Okay, I don't know this to be true, but I would assume so. I would assume if you're not having these moments of setbacks that um, that you've given up. So allow these signs of setbacks to fuel you, to be the evidence, to be the the proof in your life that you continue to push. You continue to go for these things that are of value and of importance to you. So good job. If you're having setbacks, well done. Keep at it. Keep going. Don't give up. And the second part of that question was, let me just check and make sure, how to mentally deal with them and not associate them with failure. Um, Well, you know, I don't, I'm not really in the game. Um, this helping profession that I'm in, this coaching, this counseling stuff that I do, I'm not here to eliminate failure from your life. I'm not here to help you with that. So, you know what? You're going to associate them with failure because it might mean that you failed. Your setbacks might be that you failed. But why is that a, ra- a bad thing? Why is that wrong? So I would challenge you to really ask yourself, why, one, why am I so worried or concerned about failure? What is failure? What is my past failure? Like scaring me right now. Something about failure is you're having some kind of resistance to. And, you know, I've heard people say, the only way you actually fail is if you quit, you give up. That's not true at all. That's not true. If I set a goal of running an eight-minute mile and I finish at 8.05, I failed my goal. I failed. There's no way around that. The goal I trained for, I pushed for, I wanted for... By the way, some of you are laughing at this eight-minute mile. Listen... I don't think I can run an eight-minute mile, I'm just saying. 
But if that were my goal and I got eight minutes and five seconds, if I got eight minutes and one second, I failed. Now, did I fail to complete the mile? No, I succeeded at completing the mile. Did I do my best? Well, if, if I really truly can say I did my best, then I did not fail at doing my best. But did I fail at completing a mile in under eight minutes? Yes, I absolutely failed. Why is that such a bad thing? It's not. It's not a bad thing. How can I get better? How can I train better? This is where my hope model comes in. You know, I got to get honest about my circumstances. I got to really get honest. Did I even do my best? And then I got to get back to training. I got to figure out how I can take that two seconds off. How I can get under that eight minutes. If that's my goal and I don't want to fail, I got to figure out how I'm going to do that. But if I allow the failure of my eight minute goal just take me away from the purpose you know maybe that's the bigger thing maybe that's the setback that you're talking about so you gotta detach yourself from the outcomes if you want to keep going in this process see there's this thing that we we get too attached to these outcomes um, and that's where we start to get derailed from Right, so I don't even know what the setbacks is. Whatever those setbacks, whatever those things are, maybe it's just about your attachment to those things. And really, we just got to detach ourselves from the outcomes and just and get into this process. I think we've all heard that thing. Learn to love the process. Learn to appreciate the person you're becoming in the process. That's way more important than the outcomes. And it's true. It's cliche. It's true. We all we hear it all the time. All these experts in these habit books, they write these things because it's true. You got to detach yourself away from the eight minute mile, um, the extra zero in your bank account, the that that car or that thing or the amount of clients you have or. Whatever that thing is, the weight you can lift, the weight that you, that you actually weigh, your weight. Get away from all of these things. Detach yourself from what they represent or mean in your life and fall in love with the person you're becoming in the pursuit of these things. That is how you allow these setbacks and failures to fuel you, to become part of you, to help you and to lift you and not become your identity. Your setbacks aren't your identity. Your failures aren't your identity. You getting back up and keep going. You learning from every one of these things. That becomes your identity. Who you grow into through all of this. That becomes your identity. So these are just a few things to be thinking about in the process that will help you with these setbacks. Welcome the setbacks. Chase the setbacks. Push yourself hard enough that you do fail. We have to experience that. That's what keeps us going. Um, I had Dr. Finch on a while ago talking about habits um, and other experts have talked about this, but you know, you've got to build some goals in your life that you actually only succeed at 80% of the time, 85% of the time, which means you are building in an expectation 
to fail 15 to 20% of the time. If you are not failing 15 or 20% of the time, you have too easy of a goal. You haven't set yourself up to chase something that is meaningful enough and is hard enough that you have that error in there. So you should absolutely be having setbacks. So if you're not, you need, you need to up your game. You need to set a bigger mountain to climb, a bigger goal to pursue. And then there's this thing. You want to deal with the setbacks? Here's one more thing for you. We'll get out of here. By the way, speaking of hill, I'm about to climb a hill, so you thought I was breathing heavy already. It's about to get worse. Here's one last thing for you to help deal, to cope with, or just to adapt this mindset that will help you with these setbacks and failures that you should be having, so welcome them, seriously. Okay, here's it is. It's gratitude. It's the beauty and the power of gratitude. Because here's this thing that happens when you practice gratitude over time. It's this really amazing phenomenon that happens. It is this bias that kicks in. It's called the confirmation bias. And I talked with a client today in my office about this. If you have a story in your mind and you play that story in your mind long enough, your brain will begin to hunt for all the proof, all the evidence, and all the confirmation out there to prove that story to be true. So again, if you say your setbacks and your failures is your identity, your brain will find all the proof to make that true. If you can get yourself grounded in gratitude for your failures, gratitude for your setbacks, because all they are is communication. It's just another piece of information about how you need to adjust, what you need to do to get better, and where you need to make some improvements. That's amazing. That's such an amazing built-in tool for us to have that instant feedback about how we can get better. So once you get yourself rooted and grounded in this gratitude practice, really, really getting grateful for these things, and you do that over and over and over, you will start to get this confirmation bias built into the wiring of your brain. And all of a sudden, you really start to truly appreciate these moments, these setbacks, these failures. They really do, truly, become part of your gratitude practice. Like, thank you for the feedback. Thank you for the failure. Thank you for the immediate reward of this setback that tells me just tweak it a little here, just change it a little there. Um, And as you get grateful for these moments and other things, you just are rooted in gratitude. You just become truly a grateful person. Then all of these other things, they just become part of the process. They just become part of the journey um, and you welcome them even more. So hopefully this is helpful. Thank you for your feedback. Thanks for your engagement online. Um, and we'll keep getting after the rest of these, these things that you guys told me you want to hear about this week. I'm taking your feedback. I'm going straight at it because that's why I do this podcast to begin with is for you guys. What is it that's helping you guys? This was a wonderful topic to get into. Hopefully these things, and there's so much more. There's so much more we could talk about here, 
But hopefully these things are helpful for you, the person who asked me about this. I hope your back is doing much better. Um, But anybody else listening to, I hope this is something that can help you in, in your journey. And knowing setbacks, bring them on, welcome them. Failures, absolutely, that is part of this journey. Perfection has never been the goal. Effort is always the expectation. And you want to really get in tune with this. Get yourself rooted in gratitude. That is all. Have a wonderful night. Make today the greatest day of your life.